Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. I think that one of the most vivid illustrations of God's power in nature is the thunderstorm. We see the clouds gather, the lightning peals across the sky, and then the thunder that follows it. Distant, rumbling, but when close, it shakes the walls and rattles the windows. It can be terrifying, but it can also be beautiful. This is how we should understand the glorious nature of God, and the psalmist captures this beautifully in this poem of praise in Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory of God thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf, and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth, and strips the forest bare, and in all his temple all cry, Glory! The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. In Psalm 29, the main object of this beautiful psalm is worship and praise. In fact, James Montgomery Boyce comments that this psalm has no other elements. It is pure praise. It does not call upon us to do anything, because the psalm itself is doing the only thing it is concerned about. It is praising God. That is exactly the point of this psalm. As we read it, we should worship along with the words that are being declared. God is worthy of all of the worship we give, all of the adoration we can muster, because of the splendor of His holiness, the glory do His name. And as we recognize who God is, it should cause us to worship, to adore Him, to ascribe to Him All glory and honor and power and strength be to our God. In W.S. Plummer's excellent commentary on the Psalms, he says that right affections will find matter of adoration and praise in all the works of God, in all the aspects of nature. If an undevout astronomer is mad, so is an undevout meteorologist or geologist or sailor or warrior or artisan or husbandman. God is everywhere. His wonders are everywhere. All but the blind or perverse see and worship. That is our response to this glory of God, is worship. How can we see all that God has made in the glory and wonder of creation and not bow down and worship the God who made it and who didn't just make it Out of the blue, he did it intentionally with a purpose. God created and spoke with his voice. For this, he is worthy of praise, where we adore him because of simply who he is. 
after just preaching through Genesis chapter 1 on Sunday evening, it is incredible to again remember how God made everything ex nihilo, out of nothing, out of the pure goodness of his plan, and out of the kindness of his mercy, he creates this world to display his glory, to show his kindness to his creatures. And he does all of this with his voice. If we remember back to the Old Testament, the Israelites were terrified when God spoke to them. It sounded to them like thunder. It terrified them. And so they asked Moses, will you please go speak to God? Well, the only way we can hear from God is the way that he speaks to us through his word. And sometimes the words that he speaks to us are powerful and shake the windows and the walls, but ultimately give us comfort and should fill us with awe and wonder about who he is. When we see lightning, what is it we respond with? When it is close, when it does shake the windows and walls, it brings terror. It's frightening. And yet, when we see it far off and we see it spread across the sky, it fills us with awe and wonder. This psalm also reminds us of God's ultimate power and His sovereignty over all things. And in fact, in verse 10, the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. What's fascinating is this is the only other time in the Old Testament this word is used for flood, other than Genesis chapter 6, verse 17. This is when the flood covered the earth. So we can think about God's power over all he has created, and yet his also redeeming grace and love in the midst of judgment to redeem and bring peace to those who are his. This wonderful good news reminds us that even in the face of difficulty and tragedy, God is still ruling and reigning. God is not unaware of the trouble that we face. God is not unaware of the struggles and the power that is given to different authorities throughout the world. God is not mocked and he is not afraid. In Plummer's commentary again, he says, It is by God uh, that we live. All our strength is from him. This is true of the natural life of all. It is delightfully true of the spiritual life of the saints. And then, uh, to quote Arndt, he says, This is glorious consolation against the contempt and persecutions of poor Christians, the little flock, which has no outward protection in the world, no outward strength. But the Holy Ghost imparts consolation and says, The world shall not give strength and power to the church, but the Lord. As King Hezekiah comforted himself when he said, With them is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord of hosts. And John, he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. This psalm reminds us that though all around us may feel out of control, the Lord is sovereign. He is ruling and reigning. As king forever, he sits enthroned. And may he be the one that gives strength to his people. This psalm, say commentators, was often read in the early church to children and to entire congregations in the midst of thunderstorms. Think about how fearful that might have been, especially long ago without all of our modern creature comforts, and we think about how terrifying it must have been to sit through a severe thunderstorm. And yet, they would read this psalm, reminding themselves that it is the voice of the Lord that reigns even over the thunder and lightning that gives us fear, God is there to give us peace. May the Lord give us peace, and may he bless us 
with the knowledge of his sovereign rule and kindness over all things. Let's pray. Lord, this psalm reminds us of your incredible power and beauty that you made all things just from a word. Lord, may we worship you rightly, understanding your glory and your sovereignty, not as something to run away from, but as something to take comfort and solace in. Lord, when all seems chaotic, we know that you are ruling and reigning for our good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Called to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.